Well, hey everyone, Athena Dean Holtz here, and welcome to the Redeemed and Restored podcast, where I'll be coming to you every Friday so that together we can intentionally discover the faithfulness of God, which is my absolute favorite thing to do. Every week, I'll bring you encouragement to see God working all things together for good, from scriptures to devotional excerpts to song lyrics to personal examples from my journey through redemption and restoration. Joining this community on a regular basis, where it's okay to be real and throw off our masks of perfection, will not only encourage you, but will motivate and stir your hearts and just possibly leave you forever changed. In times like this, we all need to be encouraged as we face the challenges, difficulties, and losses of this life. So I look forward to growing right along with you in authenticity and transparency as we endeavor to find the faithfulness of God in our everyday lives. So take a moment to write a review on Apple so even more people are able to find the encouragement you're about to hear. Each episode is broadcast on my YouTube channel before it's converted and brought to you in this audio format. If you'd like to get in on the fun and giveaways at my YouTube home, join me over there at Athena Dean Holtz for even more encouragement. So hey, let's get started. Well, hey everyone, Athena Dean Holtz here, and welcome to the Redeemed and Restored podcast, where we connect every Friday so that together we can intentionally discover the faithfulness of God. So today's episode of Redeemed and Restored is entitled, Light in the Darkness. I just returned home from a week-long trip to Arizona where I had the privilege of sharing the platform with Redemption Press award-winning Bible study author, Carol Tetzloff, AKA Yellow Girl. I shared my story in four 10-minute segments right before she keynoted. And on Saturday night, I spoke of all that we learned in working with Vietnam veterans in ministry back in the late 80s and early 90s. Part of what we learned included the way all of us, not just veterans, are triggered by sights and sounds and smells and anything at all similar to an unhealed wound of our past and how that causes in us the fight or flee response. How it's a physical response to adrenaline flowing through our bodies. In this episode of Redeemed and Restored, I'm gonna share with you all of what that looks like in how our minds respond, the kind of thoughts we have when we move into one of those two modes, fight or flee. In order for us to shepherd our minds well, we must be more self-aware of how we react to adversity in our lives. Typically, we go one way or the other. The fight response shows up as anger, while the flee response moves us to run away from the situation, put our hands in the sand, put our heads in the sand, get depressed or isolate. Both responses are unhealthy. So the more we can recognize them, the more the Lord can help us ask him for his help in responding in an emotionally and spiritually healthy way. 
So I filmed the introduction to this week's broadcast in my happy place at home, my kitchen. The place that reminds me over and over again of God's faithfulness in my life. So hey, take a moment to write a review on Apple so even more folks can find this podcast and be encouraged. Or you may even know someone who needs to hear this message, so please share the link with others. You may even want to visit my YouTube channel to see the video version of this podcast and connect with the conversations happening over there. So just type into your browser, redeemedandrestored.tv, and you'll find the video broadcast there. So, hey, let's get started. Hey, everyone, Athena Dean Holtz here for this week's edition of Redeemed and Restored. I am coming to you again this week with thoughts on truth, the Christian life, and God's incredible faithfulness. The title of today's episode is Light in the Darkness. And Psalm 1828 says, The Lord, my God, lights up my darkness. I just finished sharing my story at the first of three women's retreats in Arizona and am struck by the way God lights up our darkness and the Holy Spirit brings clarity so that we can grow up. It occurs to me that so many of us follow Jesus without growing up. I was guilty of that. As I shared my salvation experience from the platform, I remembered how shallow I was as a new believer and how shallow I stayed. I rarely had anyone in my life who would challenge me or my behavior in a loving way. Ecclesiastes 7.5 says it's better to hear the rebuke of the wise than for a man to hear the song of fools. I had a lot to learn before I would become emotionally healthy and mature, which must happen before we can ever become spiritually healthy and mature. I praise God for loving mentors who began to teach me to pray the prayer, Lord, show me my heart as you see it. This helped me immensely to recognize the deceitfulness of my own heart and the need to see my sin clearly and repent with words and action rather than blaming others or minimizing my own failures, which is what I did when I was shallow. As I pondered God's love and how he lights up my darkness, I had to ask the question, how can I live out the scripture that says, adopt the same attitude as that of Jesus. That's Philippians 2.5. The Amplified says, have this same attitude in yourselves, which was in Christ Jesus. Look to him as your example in selfless humility. So the word attitude is also defined in different translations differently. NIV called it mindset. MEV called it his mind. The ERV called it think. The NCV, think and act. The Greek word that it comes from means to have this mind in you, to be intent within yourself, to have some habit of thought expressed by deeds existing in you. Let this mind be in you. Dictionary.com defines 
attitude as direct one's mind to a thing to seek or strive for. My thoughts on this, if I direct my mind to be like Christ in all humility, I am being intentional. The word direct is defined as, number one, to give authoritative instructions to, to command, order, or ordain. Number two, to point, aim, or send toward a place or object. So if I'm supposed to direct my mind in humility, here's some synonyms to help us wrap our heads around the word direct, control, guide, lead, supervise, shepherd. Shepherd is defined as to tend or guard as a shepherd, to watch over carefully. So if I intentionally shepherd my mind in humility, I'm doing with my mind what a shepherd does with his sheep. He keeps the flock intact, wholly belonging to him. He protects them from predators. He makes sure they are not open to the enemy. And he guides the flock to shearing, to the market for fruitfulness. If the shepherd does not allow his flock to be infiltrated by the enemy, but protects them at all costs, how much more should I be allowing my mind to be infiltrated instead by the Holy Spirit? resisting the lies of the enemy and producing good fruit. Oh, that we might shepherd our minds toward humility. Here's some steps to do that. Number one, keep your mind whole and healthy. Refuse offenses and enemy footholds. Take every thought captive. Number two, protect your mind from thoughts like, why me? I don't deserve this which is self-pity. This isn't fair. Look at so-and-so. Well, that's harboring jealousy, envy, selfish ambition, and discontentment. Things will never change. Well, that's despair and hopelessness. I need to take things into my own hands. That's control and arrogance. What if this happens? What if that happens? What if she does this or thinks that? Fear of the future and anxiety is unbelief and a lack of trust, forgetting his sovereignty. Then if so-and-so hadn't done this or that, it's all their fault. Well, that's anger that causes division and gossip, blaming others for our own situation. Number three, we must guide our thoughts to his word and his truth about us and the situation. Think about this. Ask the Holy Spirit to show you what your tendency is. Is it to fight or run away from the chaos with hostile engagement? With attitudes like, why me? It's not fair. I need to take control. It's all their fault. I need to tell everyone what they did to me. That's the fight response. Or do we flee? Do we run away from the chaos with no engagement? Poor me. What if this or that happens? Nothing will ever change. I cannot face it anymore. 
I give up. That's, that's where you isolate. Once you see your tendency to fight or to flee, then you can guide your mind to fruitfulness and freedom. How about asking these questions instead? Why not me? What can I learn? What is God's truth about me or this situation? Will you, Lord, show me my heart as you see it? Then purpose to believe his promises. Trust in his character. He is sovereign and faithful. Praise him in the storm. Help others to see his faithfulness. Share your Romans 8.28 story of how God has worked good out of your struggles. I love the way that the Lord lights up our darkness. How has he done that for you? Has he shown you your propensity to fight or flee? How have you been shepherding your mind, your heart to fruitfulness and freedom? I would love to hear your stories. So, hey, thanks for joining me today. I'd sure appreciate it if you would like, follow, share, and comment on this episode. My name is Athena Dean Holtz, and this is Redeemed and Restored. So thanks for joining us today on the Redeemed and Restored podcast, brought to you by Athena Dean Holtz and the Romans 828 Bookstore, a division of Redemption Press. I'd love to have you review and share this podcast with friends, family, and others who could use the encouragement. And be sure to check out my YouTube channel at Athena Dean Holtz for more tips and tools to help you find the faithfulness of God. So thanks for joining us today. See you next week for another episode of Redeemed and Restored.